it. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> Welcome back to This is a Takeover. My name is David Hensley. I'm the owner and creative director of Long Walk Productions, and I am here tonight to introduce your host, Shelby Ray Patterson. Thank you, David, and welcome to This is a Takeover. I'm Shelby Ray Patterson. And I'm Gina Belmont. And we can record our show now because the CM Punk chants have finally stopped. You don't go here. <laughs> we are your NXT babes, and Whoop. we are here to talk about TakeOver 36. All right. But before we start, how you doing, Gina? I'm great. I'm great. Um, had a really amazing day today, oh, actually, good. honestly. So, yeah. How about you, Miss Shelby Ray Patterson? I'm doing good. Um, a lot of things are happening. <laughs> yeah. Um, not only <laughs> is it just god-awfully hot Ew. outside, just like you walk out and it's the type of... Uh, air that you wear. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. you feel like you put on a jacket like, yeah. when you walk outside. You know you know, in, like, those Scooby-Doo cartoons or, like, that style where, like, there's that thick fog yeah. that you, like, that the character, like, literally takes a knife and cuts a circle through it? Oh, yeah. That's what the humidity feels like oh, out here. It's gross, It's like y'all. you could cut it with a knife and then just, ugh, it's y'all, gross. Y'all, August in the Carolinas. Nah. Are it's the worst month out of the entire year. Like yeah, it just, absolutely. I mean, especially with all of the, um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's just bad. Yeah, <laughs> like the cicadas come out. Yes, there the you go. The cicadas come out, mm-hmm. and then it's blistering hot. And it like you would think at the night, it's like, oh yes, finally some relief. But no, no, it's, no, it's still it's hot. Still it's hot. just dark, it's... and then bugs come out. And they have knives. The cicadas have knives. Oh. Welcome to South Carolina. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> of course, because they've what they they've been underground what for like fourteen years. Fourteen years. So they've been preparing for this. Yeah, no, they they're have. ready to fight. They woke I, up with vengeance in their hearts. I mean, it's about time. Probably the next time, like the next fourteen years, when they come out again, like it's going to be the apocalypse at that point. Right? Yeah, so, honestly, they're going to wake up and be like, nah, oh. They're gonna Where'd join, they go? They're going to join with the, with the cockroaches, and they're just going to live out the rest of the world. <laughs> Is this another t-shirt design? I did. T- Ted? Yeah, we'll talk to my husband. It'll be fine. But I, I was also going to talk about the new hardware that you have on your hand. Oh, yeah, this bling that's on my hand right now? Because yeah. uh, I'm engaged? Yeah, guess what, friend? She's engaged. Woo! That's so cool. It is cool. And this one planned it. The whole thing. I mean, did you expect anything less? No, not at all. No. Yeah, no, it was fun. It was a fun time. And I'm excited for it. Yes, it's going to be a blast. Yeah. And the whole reason why I got engaged is because something big happened in your life. It's true. Um... I have, we bought a house. Woohoo! We bought a house um, in Rock Hill, mm-hmm. which is fun. Um, Ted used to go to college here. Yep. So he is moving back now after moving to Charlotte for me for three <laughs> years. So now I'm making him move back to South Carolina. Yay! Um, and, you know, that'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, I'm excited. So we we both got stuff going on. We do. We got big stuff going on. (laughs) Well, um, what are you drinking tonight? We're drinking something 
Very yeah, different. Very different. It's not on brand for us. But no. It is so hot outside, yes. y'all, that I was like, the thought of drinking any type of alcohol, like even yeah. a seltzer, just yeah, really didn't I, fit. I'm also going through some health things right now, so I'm not partaking in any alcohol. Like, sure. Like on a, not like a daily, like I wasn't already drinking daily, but. You weren't drinking like, daily? <laughs> Cause, I mean, like, every other day, but, like... <laughs> I mean, pandemic or not, man, look, like... Look, life pan- is crazy, <laughs> and it's stupid. But I am trying to just, like, take it out for a little bit. Sure. Just for the health reasons. Um, but today, I don't know if this is any better for my health, but I have a large McDonald's sweet tea because <laughs> sugar. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, and... I oh, mean, you're right. It does sound lovely. I told you. So, so y'all, before we came on air, I have been... On the record to say that I hate multiple times everything ASMR. Everything. Right? I mean, it's nice. just not not great. But I I did this number in front of the mic, and I liked it. <laughs> and I don't know why, but I I'm fine with that. I'm a weird person, y'all. Like I I am very particular about certain <laughs> things. You wouldn't know that by looking at me. I feel like, but I'm very very particular about sounds i guess yeah um but i am what i just shook in front of my microphone is a large duncan pumpkin cold brew because this basic white bitch is so happy (laughs) that pumpkin is back even though it's 95 degrees outside i got it iced you've got your fall Mm-hmm. My Christmas is coming. Mm. <laughs> do you do the peppermint stuff? I do. Yeah. I do not do gingerbread latte from Starbucks. I love everything on this planet that is gingerbread, but I almost threw up in the Starbucks one time the first time I ordered it. It's so sweet. It was no, but not even sweet. It's not accurate whatsoever. I don't who are you? I love <laughs> I love gingerbread lattes. What this show can't continue. No, this wait was, a minute. Hang on, hang it. on. I'm sorry. Wait. Really? Really? I was... Okay, we'll have to talk about this later. If Listen. I can find a better one, the Starbucks one is not my thing. Well, we've talked about about how I'd rather Starbucks, try a Dunkin' one. Well, how Starbucks has completely gotten the pumpkin wrong. Yes. Right? Because it's just the pumpkin pie spice, which is what you find in pumpkin pie. Yeah. Right? It's not like the actual flavor of pumpkin. Right. So it might be the same thing. Yeah. But also, I am not ashamed that if I had remembered that uh, pumpkin spice latte was back, I would have 100% gotten one before I came here. It's I am so, a basic white bitch like it's that. It's so good, <laughs> though. Hey, basic white bitch status. I mean, it's fine it's so fine yeah but i'm a peppermint mocha bitch i mean that's good too oh yeah. i've heard that about you oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? and on that note yes isn't this a show about wrestling yeah yeah but you know how we do this oh. is this is what we do before we get into the nitty-gritty of it oh. all we talk about <laughs> it's pleasing that'll, right? that'll be our oh back on topic sound love it <laughs> Since we both have larges, that'll last us throughout the whole time. Oh, gosh. I hope I get to go to sleep tonight. <laughs> it's all right. So, okay. So, we're going to start going over TakeOver 36. Yay! And, y'all, this whole weekend yeah. of wrestling kind of, like, mm. made me have flashbacks to WrestleMania week. Right, because it was definitely not as long, right? But it felt like it because you had 
you know, we were talking about CM Punk earlier. Like, mm-hmm. you had stuff all throughout the week across multiple different promotions, yeah. right? So you had, like, uh, Raw on Monday, NXT on Tuesday, mm-hmm. Dynamite on Wednesday. There was an Impact thing, which I don't watch Impact, but yeah, Impact on Thursday, uh, SmackDown on Friday, SummerSlam on Saturday, Oof. and then TakeOver 36 on Sunday. Like, yeah. it was... That's a lot. A lot. So if you were a wrestling fan, last week was exciting. Yeah. And exhausting at the same time. I won't lie, listeners. I did actually take a break on Tuesday and I did not watch, and I watched it later, Mm -hmm. but I did not watch live that Tuesday just because I need a little bit of a break from wrestling. Oh, don't feel bad. I missed this past Tuesday because I was in the studio recording This Is A Takeover, or This Is A Work, so. Yeah. It's okay. That's fair. Sometimes we miss it. We're still fans. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, so... Sorry, I had to take a sip of my drink. <laughs> we could tell. <laughs> yeah, it's good, y'all. I couldn't help it. The mm just came out of me. Mm, it did. Um, so I I was excited that TakeOver was on Sunday this time. Yes. So they switched SummerSlam and TakeOver, so... I prefer that. Yeah, I do too, because yeah. TakeOvers are shorter. Yes. And, I mean, obviously more palatable for us. <laughs> which don't get me started on SummerSlam with that what they did to Bianca my girl well if you want to hear what Long Walk Productions thought of SummerSlam Uh, you can go listen to this as a work plug 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 (laughs) hey that's my job plug it in plug it in um but we started off with the kickoff show which I'm glad that we are consistent with kickoff shows now because I enjoy them because they I feel like NXT knows how to do a kickoff show. Oh, absolutely. Like, and this one was no different for me. So this was Ridge Holland versus Trey Baxter. I, mm, he is so pretty. He is just so pretty. Ridge? Yes. Okay. I was just, there's two men in this match, so I was just making sure. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) This other poor man just... You know, he didn't even get his intro. He well, just Trey, was there okay. and bless his little sweet bit. No, he did. He did walk down. He got his intro. Yeah. But... So Trey Baxter <laughs> was in the breakout tournament yeah. um, that has been yes. happening for the past few weeks. I forgot because he was so early in. That's he right. Was, yes. He was. Um, he didn't last very long in he the did, tournament. I'm not. pretty sure he went out in like the first round, maybe the second I, round. I, I can't think, remember. Yeah. Um, but he's good. Yes. He like he's a he's really popular on the indies. Yes. I don't know what his indie name was. Yeah. Indie slash real name. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> usually, <laughs> usually they Me? their real names are their indie names. Oh, that makes sense. Um but I mean he's pretty popular. Yeah. With that's people. So, so I was kind of surprised that yeah. they had him lose so early. Like, I didn't think he was going to go to the final round or anything, but yeah. I, I'm, if I remember, he went out in the first round. I think he did. Which everybody like, was, like, really shocked about. Yeah. Um, But I think he lost to Odyssey, which, like... I mean, hey. You know, it, it we'll, happens. We'll talk about that, too. Yeah. But, I mean, this was really good. It was. Like, really solid, like... But to me, it's it seems pretty clear that Ridge is the one that's getting the push here. He's getting a big one, and I'm so glad he's he's needed it. And he has, and poor thing, he I got know. injured in like the most gruesome way. Oh, it was way awful. That was on, so bad on TV. Oh, and like, it's not even like then they didn't, they couldn't pan. That's the worst part. Like no. you know when they can like sort of like be like oh snap, 
No, there was like you can go back and actually watch his like. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it was it was a, it was it was a, a no Cesaro way moment. Oh, like no. you, it was. On, I'll never watch that. I've never seen it, and shouldn't. I never will. You shouldn't because it's traumatizing. No, I never will, <laughs> especially since that's one of my husbands. I know. Like no, exactly, absolutely like, not. You're like husband, why are you so reckless? <laughs> Well, but even then, he's like, but he learns from his mistakes because he wears he his, wears the mouth he guard wears a mouth guard every time. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that one. Well, for Ridge, it was just a really unfortunate it accident because he dove through the ropes, or oh. no, someone dove through, and he was catching them. He was catching but his them. Legs his, and, mm-hmm. his leg exploded, oh, y'all. Like it just so buckled in on itself. I'm not going to get too graphic. No, but, I if mean, you, if you really want to do yourself that torture, go ahead and look it up. Yeah, but, if you're into that stuff, like, I mean, go look, for it, hey, there are some people. I so, know. If you really are into that, I know. If you're a fucking monster. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Hey, no one said that. We don't shame on this podcast. Nope, we do not. But. I mean, honestly, like, really good, solid, really good back and forth. Yeah. Ridge goes over with, I mean, I I don't know what kind of a slam it was, but it was a slam. It's a sexy slam. (laughs) Yeah, we'll call it that, sexy slam. You're Um, welcome, Dylan. Yeah. (laughs) Um, He cuts a promo afterward calling Thatcher out for next week's match. Thatcher! You know, and he has that great, I mean, I, I know he's not Scottish. I understand that. He's from England, but he gives me Outlander vibes. Yes. You know, but mm-hmm. like it's the husky sound. It is. It's the deep in the back of the throat. Really husky. <laughs> exactly. So feelings. I gave it a three. That's fair. Which I feel like I've looked back in my notes. I've consistently given kickoff shows threes. That's fair. I mean, there's a reason they're the kickoff shows. Well, when I said this, they can't be like bangers. That's true. Out of the gate, they can't be like you know. Tearing the house down. Well, I think but they got to be good enough. It was an appropriate kickoff show. Yeah. Like it was a, you know, it was a baby feud, yes. tiny steaks, little little tiny you know, thing. like it was it was wet your good. appetite. Exactly, it <laughs> ma- makes you buy peacock, right? That's what it's supposed to do, right? I hate peacock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we get to the main card. Yeah. And our first match is the million dollar championship match with Cameron Grimes versus L.A. Knight. Y'all and y'all. Cameron Grimes is so over. He's the best. He literally. He's the best. He walks out and the roof just goes off. And like they, they don't, don't even have to pipe anything in. No. Because <laughs> it's real. And they tried. They did. And they, they covered it. They did. It was so funny. So Yay. Cameron comes out. Well, Ted DiBiase comes out first. Um, basically the whole premise of this match is it's for the million dollar championship, which I think we talked about on the last takeover Yes, when LA won it. Oh, because right? you were so sad. I was so sad. But see. It was a sad day in the Patterson see, house. <laughs> it all comes to fruition. It here. is. And, and that was what I was going to say. Like yes. this feud is textbook storytelling. It's and great. Any, everything that Grimes has been in it's has perfect. been like that. Because it was like that with Loomis and it was like oh. this with L.A. Knight. So I, I, it has to be him as the common factor. Yes. Right? Absolutely. So do you think he has a say in creative with that? I don't know. I don't know how involved they are yeah. with NXT. I know on the main roster they don't have much probably at all control. Yeah. But... He might. I don't know because I know that he he really did 
uh, yeah, get, that in. get money through yeah. the stocks. His so. net worth, y'all, is ridiculous. Isn't it like $50 million now? Something ridiculous like that. Yeah. So he, because yeah. he went on an million. interview and was like, yeah, I, I did the whole GameStop thing and I'm a millionaire. That's because ridiculous. Of it. Like, he just played it right. Because that's all it is. Honestly, it's just luck and having a really good, you know. So yeah, I mean, he that happened to him in real life. So I would, I would think so. Maybe he went to them and was like, "Hey, like this is this can is I add literal this? gold? Can I add this to my persona?" <laughs> I'm and, sure they love it because it's pretty much just an addition. It's not. It's not like a change. Yeah. So I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. But there was a part in the beginning that was just beautiful to me because he comes out and he's in his butler outfit right (laughs) and there's a trash can that i'm just gonna call the million dollar trash can because it has dollar trash it has dollar signs all over oh in gold gold right and then there's like a sparkly bottom and top part yes very bedazzled very bougie right so but a job prop guy it's very clear (laughs) that it's just a metal trash can it's just the ones that they destroy in the matches Absolutely. absolutely so he comes out, he has his butler outfit on, and then I'm think you're thinking, oh, like, okay, he's wrestled in the butler outfit before, so, you know, maybe he's just going to do it again, because this is, like, the full tails and the gloves oh, and yeah, everything. Oh, yeah, everything. Homeboy rips off his outfit. Rip away outfit! Like, literally takes the jacket off, rips the shirt open, has the tearaway pants off, and underneath is new gear. So Fabulous. It's, so it's the, it's the vest and the trunks. But they're black and they're sparkly. <laughs> like, they're so sparkly. Like Oh, and the big gold dollar sign. Of course. On the vest. And, and right above the crotch. But, yeah. 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 Of course. They have to. It's wrestling. <laughs> look at my crotch. Everything is look at my dick. <laughs> Everything is. So, I just thought that was a really cool touch because it was like, I'm shitting off the butler stuff. You know? Like, I'm... I'm a beautiful butterfly. Exactly. It looked really good. <laughs> it really though. is nice. Like it looked good. Yeah. Um, but what did you think of this match? Oh, I I loved it. Mm-hmm. Cameron Grimes, phenomenal worker. And I mean, I know we hate LA Knight, but we hate LA Knight because he's really good at what he does. Dude, this is the best he's looked. Honestly, he did phenomenal in this match. And I feel like I say that every time we review one of his matches. I he is just getting better and better and I think he's getting better at working with people and Cameron yeah. I feel like is a really good person to do, to do that, that with. Uh, yeah and I mean even his moves his uh, I mean oh my gosh yeah it's just it's just so much more tight you know what I mean that makes more sense like tight as in like it goes faster like all of it like conglomerates like he had the character mm-hmm. he had the personality of like I'm this big douchey butthole like you know <laughs> but I think like the moves themselves, like, he did them well, but he incorporated those moves with his character mm-hmm. in this match. And I feel like it really went way better in this one because maybe the stakes were higher, but also just because his character and his moves flowed together a lot more. Yeah, no, I can agree with that because he comes out and he's, like, the heeliest of heels. Oh, right? yeah, just so he, utter douche. He takes the million-dollar trash can, throws it off stage. Yeah is, you know, taunting the crowd. And I feel like because you have him being the heeliest of heels and then Cameron being the, the most baby face <laughs> of baby faces, right? Literally just out of the womb baby face. Exactly. Yes. It's <laughs> a really great analogy. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. No, seriously, though, like, I yeah. feel like the energy, like, the crowd 
has to get so hype and so behind Cameron, right? Because yeah. he is such a baby face. And then on the opposite side of the spectrum is L.A. Knight, mm-hmm. where he, you just hate him. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't, he's great. And oh, he's, he's great. really talented, but you just hate him and you I can't mean, explain why. You just do. I mean, he's like Ric Flair. Yeah. Not like, not like, I'm sorry. He is similar in that aspect. Mm-hmm. He is not as good as Ric Flair. But. <laughs> no, you can say he's similar, yeah. though. Like yeah. Similar... Like, it's a similar, like, you love to hate him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could say it. You, you love to that. hate him. I mean, he. He I... did do those commercials with Ric Flair. God, those commercials <laughs> are hard to watch, y'all. Uh. <laughs> but it just really, I don't know. I had a lot of stuff written down for this, but, like, I'm. It's just, it's a just great. Need... You need to go watch it. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's the best match that I've seen from both of them. Honestly. And this feud, you can say we've seen this a lot. Because okay. this is a, um, this is a new belt, right? Yes. So, like, the stipulation behind this particular match was that if Cam, because Cameron Grimes was already LA Knight's butler because he lost the first time. Yeah. Right? But if Cameron wins, he gets the million dollar championship. But if he loses... He's not the butler anymore. Ted, Ted DiBiase, DiBiase is. <laughs> Which, Jinx. I feel like as a fan, you're like, that's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. Right? Like, there's no way. No. Like. I mean, there's a part of me that would have loved to have seen that happen and just try. It would. It's not. No. It we could have gotten funny. some funny vignettes, but we've already done that. We exactly. already did that with Cameron. And, and he's so over that he needed this win. He needed to win it. He deserved yeah, it. It would have made sense. I feel like, especially with this being the opening match, they would have rioted. Mm-hmm. The crowd would have rioted and would have walked out if he wouldn't have won. Yep. So, I mean, basically kind of how the last moments the last couple moments were a little confusing because i think ted dibiase kind of botched one of his spots yeah um, which sweet been, baby boy he's been having some issues he, he had he been. had that moment where he forgot his line oh, that was so painful. and it's just like that he's hurt. just sitting there in crickets and yeah but so and they're trying they so were trying la gets the belt because he does the typical he'll move of he'll move of like ah, i don't want to do this anymore i'm, I'm gonna just, take my belt and it's grow. my belt i'm just gonna go home nah. um so he he gets the belt um but cameron kicks him like Cam- to just because he was gonna hit him yep with the belt cameron kicks him he rolls out Ted punches him in the face, mm-hmm. right? And which great punch. Yeah, yes. Like he delivered he did it really beautiful. well. Beautiful. Um, but then there was a spot where oh, he does he, the yeah. So the ref sees the belt and is like, "No, the belt needs to get out." You know, and like yeah, moves the belt over. That's not right. And then <laughs> Ted punches LA in the face and then gives the belt Back to Cameron while the ref is watching. You're like staring right at him. And she's trying, because it's sassy ref and we love sassy ref. We love ref. her. Love her I daily. Think, uh, Asia, Asia Smith, I yes. think is her name. Great ref. Has fantastic. caught multiple injuries. and Oh, been, and then immediately reacted to him. Yes. Yeah, no, she's she's fantastic. Fabulous. And so just like throws the belt right in front of her face. And she's trying so hard she's to pretend like, like she no, doesn't I don't see, see it. it. I don't see it. I don't see it. And she literally looks at it for a second and then like looks away <laughs> it's so staged and the camera's right on them, like so just you, you see can't miss all it. of it no so it was there was some confusion there because then cameron's like no i don't want it and you know <laughs> kind of 
you know, forgets that it's there. Yeah, you know, and it's not until you're saying it now where I'm looking back on it and they're like, oh yeah, that was definitely a botch. It was. <laughs> like, what happened there? I don't think he was supposed to throw it in a second time. I <laughs> I don't think he was supposed to throw it in. L.A. was supposed to bring it in, and then Asia was supposed to throw it out, and that was supposed to be the end of it, I think. Yeah. But he was like, oh, look, I'll throw it in. You know, I don't know. I don't don't know what he was thinking. I don't think he does either. (laughs) But then Grimes hits probably the most beautiful cave-in I have ever seen him make. Oh, my goodness. Is that what that's called? Yes, it's called. I didn't know what it was called, but, like, I wrote it, like, in my brain to remember that moment. It is a double foot stomp to the chest. Oh, cave-in. I got it. Yes, standing foot stomp Understood. to the chest and so i just thought it was a stomp <laughs> i mean you can call it that that's fine <laughs> there should be a segment where i just make up the names and you can just tell me what they actually are that could be a segment that really could be a segment. <laughs> that's usually what it's like when we are watching <laughs> i'm like oh look at that twirly whirly what is that <laughs> and then i'm like you mean that twisting moonsault yeah <laughs> Totally, totally, yeah. Yay! <laughs> he really nailed that herp to derp. Hey, that that I'm tagged in this photo and I don't like it. <laughs> but you cannot untag yourself. I'm no, the, I'm the you're the admin. I'm the admin on that. I, you can't untag. <laughs> but he d- hits the cave in and then just falls backwards onto LA. Oh, was, one, two, three. Oh, we have a new million dollar champion. Yeah. And DiBiase doesn't have to be a butler. No! <laughs> Which no, but, one, no one thought that was going to be the case yeah, anyway. No. But he did get to pull some really cool thing later. No, yeah. No, he did. <laughs> Wasn't it he swapped out the belt or something? Yeah. yeah. So I, I haven't seen the oh, latest. Oh, sorry. Oh, I already know. Yeah. You know me. I, I always look up everything. Yeah. So it was really cute. So Cameron comes out. They had a big old party mm-hmm. on that NXT. And... He comes out and he's like, Teddy Biashi, we did it. <laughs> and they're going out to limo. I'm doing the shoulder shake. You know what I'm talking about with the camera yes, yes. shake. And Ted gets in there and he's like, you know what, Ted? You're just really awesome guy. I'm so grateful. You're awesome. And he's just like doubting, like doting all these wonderful things. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to give it back to you because I don't need it. I'm Cameron Grimes. I'm already a millionaire in my heart. Which and also he- <laughs> I'm like. Dude, that's a title belt. <laughs> no, you don't give a title belt back, dude. Well, it comes to bite him in the I know, butt. But... Because Ted DiBiase, being the cheeky mofo that he is, goes, okay, wait, you know what, Cameron? And he takes a minute and you kind of like see it happening because it's Ted DiBiase and bless his sweet little baby heart. Um, <laughs> but he, he then hands it back to him and goes, no, Cameron, it's yours. And he's like, yeah, it's. And Cameron's like, it feels much lighter than it was before. <laughs> and then he flips over, merchandise of WWE shop. And then Ted DiBiase's like, <laughs> so it's plastic. And it's plastic. And then the best part, because you know he's been doing the Ted DiBiase. Mm-hmm. He did the Ted DiBiase. And the way he said it was just really cute. And I was like, oh, so that's actually precious. do we think we're done with this? I don't know. I think it was left at a good, could be picked up, or could just be let go and, like, ride off into the sunset. I wonder if we, if this is going to be a title that's going to be in syndication now. That right? would be nice. Like, if we have another title. Yeah. Um, But I don't know. We'll have to see. Because I feel like it is tied with Ted DiBiase, so if we were to do that, he would have to be around a lot. And which I don't know what his I don't know if he can like. do that. I mean, he's he was doing a he's doing an okay job, but yeah, I feel like it's it, pushing it. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Um. Well, I gave this match a four. Mm-hmm. It was really fun. Solid. Um. 
Really good opener. Uh, and it's Cameron Grimes. Carolina to Boy. the moon. <laughs> and, yeah, it was it was fun. And Ted to be also saying that is pretty cute, too. It is. So we move on to our next match. And right along. that is our NXT women's title match Ooh. with Dakota Kai <sighs> versus your champion, Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel Gonzalez. Which... I feel like this is a match that we all really wanted. Oh my gosh. And we... I have been waiting for Dakota Kai to turn on that woman for so long. And she deserves the shot so hard. She has been there forever and always been... The runner-up. In her her words, the sidekick to everybody, right? That promo is the best she's ever done. It really is. That was the best. This is just long-term storytelling at its finest to me. Honestly. Because you start off at Portland, Mm -hmm. which feels like Five years ago at this point, right? Gosh, that was the beginning. Portland. That was February of 2020. Okay, was Portland. That was the last. My eyes just went in circles around. <laughs> like what? That was the last takeover with, um, like on the road. Oh that was the gosh. last one before. Oh wait, yeah, because yeah. that was that the one with Johnny and with with Johnny and Finn. Yeah. Oh my. And gosh. Keith Lee and Dijakovic. Oh. Remember, because that was the one that we were like. <laughs> I missed. Them. Well, because we haven't, we hadn't started doing shows yet. No, we hadn't for that one because you were the one that sat me down and was like, "No, if we're gonna do this, you gotta watch this." Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. So that. Oh. So it started at Portland. Yes. Right. Yes. And it has now culminated to this. And you, even in the video package, you see, like, always have. She was always in the background. She was always kind of like not really that happy, but trying to be happy and like forcing of her. it. Oh yeah. And it was stuff that you didn't notice in the beginning, but now that it's pointed out to you, you're like, oh man, mm-hmm. right? And that was the ones how, with Eo. That was the biggest one. Yeah, when, how Eo went past her to go, and then to you could see her face, and you're like, oh yeah, oh that's where it all went down. Well, and it it kind of gave me undisputed era breakup vibes, yeah. right? Because they did the same thing with that with Adam, like. There were certain times, like, you would always call it out, I right? did. I was like, look at that guy's face. Look at that. He's going to turn on him so fast. And, of course, me being no, the, su- the, su- never my hero. the supportive wrestling wife that I am was like, no, my hubby would never my do that. My masterpiece. <laughs> it's all ruined. My masterpiece. Shout out to Up, Up, Down, Down. So, it just, it, it was, I feel like this was really great. And it was. Dakota and Raquel both looked stellar when they yes. came out like dakota with the like hot pink hair Oof. and raquel that beautiful beautiful wig raquel we did have a discussion <sighs> about i y'all i i don't know like hair and makeup trends right you're so, so fine i i thought dakota's hair was real and everybody in that room was like shelby like no okay, honey that is fair, not real <laughs> a lot of the other people who saw it and knew definitely watch a lot of rupaul so okay, they fair. are used to seeing hair that is like that okay but the only reason why i noticed it is because just because it was um it was a little bit farther back on her head than normal that, so. yeah but she normally does have pink hair in oh, my yeah. defense oh no no you're right <laughs> that's the only reason why i had just was thinking i was like man she really dyed it like hot pink and then i was like oh wait oh that's a lace front okay which that just how do you wrestle in a lace front i don't know 
That's I, some glue. I want to know what that glue is, because I'm sure everybody else in the world wants to know what that glue is that gr- keeps it. I mean, because she was all over that, mm. all over that ring and doing flips and shit. Like, it was... Doing flips Yeah. Flip. So, and then you had Raquel, who was giving you, like, oops, I did it again vibes. Yeah. Right? Ooh, with the, like, ooh, red... good reference. Yeah. Good reference. Like, with the red, like, yeah, yeah, jumpsuit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I, that was the first thing I thought of when Dang, she came out. I didn't out. think about that. I was like, oh. I'm writing that down. <laughs> yes, good one. Good choice. Um, but what I thought was really funny was we were talking about piped in crowd noises. <laughs> I heard it the most during this match. And what I heard was they started the piped in mm-hmm. cheers. Yeah. And the CWC would surpass yes. the crowd noise. Yes. Right? And it made it even more obvious. Yeah. So in my mind... I'm like, okay, you are at full capacity at at Capital Wrestling Center now, yeah. right? You don't need piped in sound. Like, why? Why do you continue? Like, if there was no one there, I get it. But you have obviously had audience members for a long time. You know what their reaction is because I'm pretty sure that you're not inviting more than, like, normal specific people like right they're not having it be an open call it's not open yet trust exactly. me i've looked so that's but that's what i'm saying it's like you literally can put who you want in that audience mm-hmm. why are you piping in noise i don't my you could put in some freaking marks in there you could put in some freaking newbies in there that literally are like gung-ho for any kind of job there's no, there's over 300 people yeah like regardless of who you have in there, yeah. If there's over three hundred people in, in there's enough people in a small enough space, you're gonna have sound. Like so, I it's don't just see it's why. just not necessary. Yeah. That's what makes me think like that's not an NXT decision. That has to be a corporate decision. Because I was gonna say Hunter if you're listening, but then I was like, oh wait, but maybe it's maybe it's not Hunter in charge anymore. But whatever. Well, that that I'm saving that for the end. That's another story for another freaking time. Uh. For the end of the podcast. (laughs) So, I feel like, I mean, Dakota, or not, sorry, uh, Raquel seemed a little clunky at first to me. The nervous. But I feel like she has what we were talking about with EO so long ago. Yes. Like, she has. Remember when we talked about that? Yeah, like, she she has, like, uh, opening match jitters. Nerves. Right? Absolutely. Because there were moments where I was like, okay, that's a little off. Yeah. Okay, that's off too. But it's but not... then as she hit like the five minute mark, she's yes. fine. Yep. So I think she's still new in that sense. Maybe yeah. it's definitely not as noticeable as it used to be. Mm-hmm. Like, but that's with everybody in the world with whatever kind of capacity they do. Well, because there were times when like she tried to lift Dakota, who weighs like ninety pounds, soaking wet, and she couldn't lift her over her head. Yeah. You know, which oh, I gosh. feel like that's a psychological thing, yes. right? Because he, she's definitely powerful enough to uh, lift her clean over her head very, with one hand probably yeah but like Woman's strong well her finisher is a one-armed powerbomb <laughs> right so like she can do that but i feel like maybe it was just the nerves or whatever. yeah but i mean dakota was just really innovative in this match she, and just i mean she i can't praise her enough she countered a chingona bomb into a triangle submission which one was that so like the her uh, raquel's like finishing power bomb oh when she's up in the like like yeah, the one yeah, yeah, yeah. one that we were just talking yeah. about okay she that's ca- what it's called yeah chingona bomb that's yeah. what she calls it got it so because chingona chingona in sorry. spanish i think means like badass bitch or something i love it i think that's that what she says right. i don't I'm, I'm gonna take her word on it because she speaks the language <laughs> and i don't um 
That's a good call. Good call. Yeah, but she, but Dakota counters that into a oh, triangle yes! submission. And then she did the, oh, yeah. Yeah. There it is. Okay. So I just, I enjoy, I just enjoy watching her. She's And everything, when she gets hit, hit with anything, it just Dakota looks like dies. it breaks her. She dies. Because <laughs> she's so tiny. She is. So, I mean, this was solid. I mean, the go home for this was Kai goes for the Yakuza kick, um, which is her, like, stiff leg kick in oh, the yeah, corner, yeah, yeah. In the which corner. is what she used to turn on Raquel. Yep, there it is. Um, Raquel catches it, and she's sitting on the top turnbuckle. Yeah. Um, and then she pulls Kai into position and does an avalanche chingona bomb from the second rope. Which? And which kills her. <laughs> yeah, she, she's and, married under like 10 feet of snow at that point. And Raquel goes over and which surprise her title. Ver- I was not... I was not thinking that was the outcome. <laughs> like, we forgot halfway through, by the way, um, when we were watching to make our bets. Oh, we gave up on that. And we gave up. But when we were watching this match, we were like, oh, shoot, we didn't make a guess. Yeah, because but, we... But both of us thought it was Dakota. Oh, Because we real. were so excited. We were like, yes, it's going to be Dakota. And we're like, wait, what? And then, because we're like, there's no one that's available right now for her to go against until until kaylee ray's music hits and kaylee ray comes out uk yeah which kaylee ray's from nxt uk she what used to be the women's champion over there was the longest reigning yes it was 600 something no um I can't, I think it was in the 700. 700, yeah. I was um, going to say it was it was close to Walter. So she lost it and then we didn't see her for yeah, a she while. Yeah, she like vanished. I think what was happening was she was trying to get over here and there's But COVID. Well, there's so many COVID protocols yeah. right now that like if you're coming in if you're going anywhere yeah. around like into different countries. Yeah. You have like a two week waiting and holding period yeah, that you have to quarantine, quarantine yeah. which I'm I'm grateful for that. But I think that's why maybe we took so long. Yeah, but also probably if she was coming over like as an official like making that a job thing, she probably had to have a work visa. Oh, that's true. She so, probably had to do that. She probably had to do a lot of other stuff too. Yeah, which so. in light of all of these releases and everything that oh. have been happening, like that's the that's the international talent. That's what makes me so sad, right? Yes. Because. I, Bronson I'm, Reed is a prime example. Well, of the Iconics are the best oh, example. That's true. I because for, yeah. I've been listening to their podcast, which has just been mm. so much fun to listen to. But they have opened up about their struggles with that. And because they're from Australia. Yeah. And their visas are work visas, right? Yeah. So they are only contingent yeah. on whether they have work. Yeah. And with the... That's ninth, the same exact thing with Bronson Reed. Yeah. yeah. Like with, but he oh. has a 30-day non-compete clause. They had a 90-day. Oh, that's because they were... They oh, were main right. roster contracts. Oh, so stupid. So they were they went 90 days without work. That's so right? So like that's so scary for international talent because they were like, right? we didn't know if they were like... Anyone Immig- would. It's not immigration, but like the equivalent yeah. of that was going to come knock on our doors and be like, you have to leave. Yeah. Right? So... I, I'm pretty sure that's you're right with that because that does take a while yeah. to figure out. It's but no she's joke. here, yeah, and I'm actually kind of excited. Yeah, I I know her name. Yeah, no, have, she's great. I have not watched her, her perform. And, her and Piper Niven had. I'm really sorry, good, her real no, name. No, I refuse that. <laughs> I Chris, did that just to piss Chris me off. Chris did this bit. 
on this is a work and I do not stand for it. No, David, David. I saw you. I saw it. Listeners, you can't see this, but David was about to make that joke and I stopped it. Inches. Because everyone knows that Piper was my girl. Piper Nivens. You are right. I was going to do that, but I'll drop it. You set yourself up for that one. He kind of walked right into it. I'm sorry. That's why I'm silent because I did. Any horse? Moving on. (laughs) I gave this match a 3.5. A point? I did. A A point? Oh, 0.5. <laughs> Sorry to all of your headphone listeners. Yeah, I have to that take one, one out for that. Did pop? Um, I look at yeah, you with I a point. A, I've given 3.5s and 4.5s and stuff before. Yeah, I just don't go into the two decimal points like you. <laughs> I want to give this match a 2.75. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't do that. I do, <laughs> I do the point fives or the point zeros. Yeah, I did three, but I could give it a 3.5. Yeah, I mean, it, it picked up by the end for yeah. me. Um. But yeah, so Raquel retains, and it looks like we're probably going to have a Kaylee Ray Raquel yep. feud, which I'm I'm not mad at. Yeah. It'll be good. So, oh, y'all. You okay? I just looked down at my notes, oh, and I, I saw like, what matches next. <laughs> it, we have the NXT UK Championship oh. match with Ilya Dragunov versus <laughs> Walter. <laughs> y'all, I'm going to say it. <laughs> This is my match of the year. This, honestly. Like, honestly. Every And I'm, I'm not alone. I'm I, not alone in that because this match. Now, their last match yes. was brutal. And I, I missed I, the I first know, one. I know you didn't see it. I mean, I'm going to anyway because if it's anything like this one, I want to watch it again. It was just as brutal. Oh, my gosh. I would say oh. this match rivals it and maybe even goes a little bit further. And I didn't think that was possible. Can I be honest? Yeah. I place this as a very incredibly, like, centimeter close second place to my match. <gasps> and you know what I'm talking about. The Ciampa Gargano match? Yeah, buddy roll. Oh, man. Yeah, buddy roll. You said that nothing would ever get close to it's that. It's so close. Y'all, it's... I, it's so close, it's scary. I barely wrote anything down no, for this. No, I wrote nothing for well, that one. Well, for you, that's... No, even in my mental capacity of where I write my notes down. Mm-hmm. It's blank because it's just awe. And it's just the emoji of the open mouth like emoji. That's it. And listeners, you know how much I write down. You right? pages. I, novels. I literally wrote down maybe half a page on this. Yeah. Because I was so invested. Even when I went back and watched it a second time to take the notes. Yeah. So invested in this match. Oh, the only note I did have in my mind, the welts. That are on that man's collarbone mm-hmm. all the way down to his sternum was the nastiest thing I've ever seen in my life. So, listeners, just to give you an image. Oh, my Walter gosh. does these chops oh. that I feel like Ric Flair would shudder at. Ric Flair would... It hit, the hand would go through Ric Flair. Like, just... I mean handprint on handprint upon this man and Ilya Dragunov he is he is Russian and he, he's crazy he he that is man is insane his, so his skin is very similar to like a Seamus Ayo, right where liter- literally Seamus <laughs> you touch him and he bruises right yeah, so Dragon, really... Dragunov is the same way so yes. one chop 
and it looks crazy. Yeah. By the, like, 15th or 16th chop. Like, he's dead. It looks like the blood vessels are Popped. no longer present. No, no. Right? Like, like blood like, is just flowing through Normally, him. like, you know, when you bruise, you get, well, normal people. I am not one of these. Um, you get, like, a red spot first. Uh-huh. For Dragunov and myself and other people like very pale humans on this planet it just goes straight to blue purple <laughs> so his entire collarbone area all the way down to his sternum is just black yeah just black it was brutal and i i encourage listeners if it's if you so haven't good. watched takeover and you can only watch one match that watch this one that watch the Il- Ilya dragonoff versus walter Absolutely. like it was so good picture perfect walter had had the title for 870 days. Oh, my god! Over two years. He won it in, I can't remember the month that they said, but it was 2019. I was going to say 19. When he, when he beat Dunn for the, the Wasn't UK it title. like, wasn't it December? Like, November? Don't quote me on this. Every time we say this, this is where it goes this wrong. This is where it goes wrong because so we're, we're so just going to say 2019. Yeah, it was 2019. So, he, 870 days and... I feel like the crowd didn't care who won. No. They were just... We came for carnage. It was one of those, like, we're both here to see men be beaten within the inch of their lives. Literally. And we're all cool with it. Absolutely. We're all cool with public murder. (laughs) Like, that is the level that we were at at this point. That's so accurate, though. I was one of those people. Oh, you were... (laughs) See, it's so funny. Like, when you think back and, like, you're doing history notes and stuff like that, and you're like, who could go and watch a guillotine? And who could go and watch, like, you know, like, the stocks and things? And then you're sitting there. And then we watch wrestling. And it's like, oh, I'm starting to understand this a little bit more now. Mm-hmm. Like, I could, I could watch a man get murdered tonight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I feel like I... Your shirt is literally Fight Club, so. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't talk about that. I mean, I listen to true crime podcasts all day, every day. So yeah. I definitely would witness a public execution. Yeah. I'm I'm light. I'm light. I occasionally <laughs> listen to the Bay- uh, Bailey Sarian, you know, once in a while. But yeah. Yeah, I usually pre-screen your stuff for you. <laughs> you do. You're like, don't watch that one. I'm like, okay. That's, <laughs> that's a true friend right there. Right, honestly. But I mean, it just... It was effortless. Yeah. This match was effortless. Yeah, it was fun. It was really fun. And Dragunov <clears throat> can actually lift Walter. That... That was crazy. I I wish there was like a visual like like of my brain exploding in that moment watching that. <laughs> Honestly, I'm like he if my it. if my skull wasn't on my brain, it would have like hit the walls like everywhere. He did it multiple times. Mul- that's the thing. Like I'm trying not to clap my hands at this mic. That's the thing. <laughs> multiple. Still loud. Multiple. <laughs> multiple times. I mean it. And it's one of these things, like, I wrote down the story of the sleeper, right? Because... Oh, the sleeper, yeah. Normally, I am not one for submission finishes. No, you are not. You are not a fan of that at all. I'm not, because it feels... Because you want violence. I do. (laughs) I want them to explode after someone has jumped on them from the top rope, right? Like, that's my idea of a finisher. Yeah. I understand that's not doable 100% of the time, <laughs> right? When you when you work the crazy hours that they do, sometimes yeah. you just want a sleeper as your finisher. <laughs> and like, I get it. Hey, just give me a sleeper because, like, y'all, I'm, like, so tired. Like, is, I just want to go to sleep. What's the meme? My eyes. I want to take a nap. I'm going to take a nap right here. Good night. <laughs> exactly. And I, and I get that. 
but it it made sense yeah in this match so like the kind of the progression into the finish was Elia does two chops to yeah. the back of the head oh those for, were nasty for Walter and he puts him in a sleeper yes but it wasn't like a traditional no. sleeper he literally angles his neck in a way oh. that would irritate where he just chopped yes right so cuz he, he's a madman he does he pulls his head back and then locks the sleeper in oh. And Walter taps immediately. Which, holy crap. Yeah. This crazy Russian made Walter tap. A dude who not only is a powerhouse, but has held and defended Defended. his title for 870 days. days. And he makes him tap. I had been wanting Dragunov to take this title. I love this crazy mofo. <laughs> I love him. And the crazy thing is, is that he didn't wear them. Did he wear them? Did he wear his red contacts for that no, match? No, he didn't. And I'm so mad about that because that's because when the first time I saw Dragonoff come out for like an ad for UK mm-hmm. and that man came out in these blood red, red contacts, I was like, that guy. He hasn't. That guy he is hasn't insane. worn them. Since being in the U.S. Oh, sad He only has worn them in the U.K., which is interesting. I hadn't noticed that until you just brought that up. Oh, that wasn't got to keep that. That wasn't something I noticed. Oh, see, um, little tiny ADD details. Hey, your little little picture on big picture. Yep. Right? That's how it works. But But yeah, I didn't think about that, that he hasn't. And that's one of my favorite things because he crazy when he wears those. This ending made so much sense to me it's literally david and goliath because he had they had each been locking in sleepers yes the entire time right and just kind of wearing down the neck and wearing it down and like dragonoff has this move where he calls it the uh torpedo moscow oh yeah that move is insane and it's literally him just running and charging and doing a headbutt onto yeah. somebody with it, not even like the front like the whole skull yeah and that's smashing that's why someone. the stitches opened up about five minutes in no. right because he had gotten <laughs> injured with his match with Roderick strong the week prior oh yeah that to was that. nasty too so i just i felt like it was a really fitting ending absolutely and it was a i mean i gave it a five. Oh, absolutely I was going to be mad at you if you didn't give it a five. If I could give a six, a w- like, I would have given this a six. I, I had originally wrote down... This is five regals. R-E-G-A-L-S-S-S-S-S-S-S. Regals. Regals. I had originally written down 4.5. Nah. But then I wrote that down before I noticed Elia's reaction. Oh. And it's one of those where oh. Walter taps... He doesn't realize he it doesn't at first. No. And then you just see the wave of emotion Oof. just go over his face. I'm so proud of him. He starts crying. Like, it's one of those, like, oh, my God, I did it. Like, I did it. I did, I did what I wanted to do. Yeah. But it oh. wasn't, like, over the top. No. It was believable, right? So that's why I gave it a five. Yeah, five. Literally, I would have been furious if you did not. In my opinion, I would prefer this to be the main <laughs> I, I understand. <laughs> it, we we had this discussion, but originally at the time when we watched this, you wanted the Undisputed Era mm-hmm. match, the final, the mm-hmm. finale, to be the main. Which I still I still can argue with that. Uh, yes. 
But we can get into that. We'll get into that later. Yeah, we'll 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 continue on. And I mean, we had a couple of segments. Moving on, we had a couple of segments with Grimes and oh yeah, he was talking about his dad, which I thought was really sweet. Oh, that was so cute. Um, and then Regal and Joe, which I I did write (laughs) down. This was really funny. Yeah, because Regal goes, you know, I have to be impartial. I have to be impartial because I'm the general manager. But kick his ass. But kick his ass. <laughs> that good old British boy. It was, kick his ass. It was great. So we move into the two out of three falls, the oh, undisputed man. finale match oh. with Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. How so are you feeling, honey? I'm going to set up the match before I talk about okay. how I feel. Cool, cool. <laughs> I didn't know if you wanted to start with getting it out or just go ahead. No, we're go- I, I will pepper it in. I'm going to try to keep it down to a minimum for emotions because I don't I can grab some tissues. I don't want to well, I don't want to <laughs> drag it out yeah. so long. But so two out of three falls, which I'm a huge fan of two out of three falls matches. It's I a think perfect fun finale. They were an original um I think it was originally called the Three Circles of Hell oh yeah match. But I guess they can't call it that now in the PG era. Um PG era. So the so the stipulation was that Kyle and Adam could both pick one of the falls and then Regal would decide the third fall in air quotes, if, if necessary. necessary. <laughs> Which means it will happen. It's always necessary, y'all. <laughs> like, we, we don't have to play anymore. We just call oh. it... Just, yeah. Yeah. Everybody knows that you're going to yeah. go to a third fall. It's literally had... We've literally had three matches of this same thing. So, mm-hmm. obviously, it's going to go to yeah. the final count. So, so Kyle picks the first fall, which is just a standard wrestling match. Because his whole thing is like, I need to beat you fair and square. Like... One roll up. Just we, normal. Exactly. Um, cause he's the face in this, <laughs> right? It's just, it's so... It, it's basic, it's basic face storytelling. It annoys me a little bit, but yeah. it's fine. Um... But even then, it's not even as convincing. Like, I don't see him as a face. They're trying. They're I trying. I see him as, like, the middle of the road, kind of, like, vigilante almost. Yeah, and I talk about... I'm having a hard time with it. I, during the match, I, I noticed that everybody was cheering for Adam, because and there were even moments where they were booing Kyle. So like you, you, yeah. it's kind of hard to play push the him. baby face and push him as a baby face when everyone has always been that way with Adam. And with everything going around right now. which Exactly. Yes, it's impossible. So Adam chooses the second fall, yes. which is a street fight because, of course. He wants to beat the shit out of him. It's Adam Cole and he wants to beat Ba-bang. the shit out of him. And third fall if necessary, <laughs> is a steel cage match. Ooh. Which, okay, we had this match before. We did. With Johnny and Adam. Oh, man. In match was good. In Toronto, I think it was, yeah. a couple years back. That was a good match, too. Really, really good. Probably one of my favorite takeover matches ever. Yeah. So, I was really excited about this one. And you've, you've been over the moon for this one. Well, just the whole lead-up to this has been great, and... I mean, I feel like if the only thing that would have made it better is if we could have incorporated the other two undisputed members. Yeah. If we could have somehow incorporated Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish into this and it could have ended up being like a fatal four-way. That would And have been that would have been 
even like four times the emotion because I was already like emotionally invested. But in, to have all of them in the, each corner just yeah, beating the tar out of when each other. Everybody has been a huge fan of Undisputed Era oh, for man. ages and you have all of them fighting against each other. Like it, that would have It set itself exploded. up, but they just didn't do it. And I'm so confused why like well, I mean, I don't know. Other than the fact of just firing. <laughs> well, I mean, when Bobby Fish got let go, I, that definitely made it so that wouldn't happen. And then they put Roderick Strong in the diamond mine and they cut half the diamond mine, you know? So Yeah. Like, well, I feel like the odds were against That mine's them. pretty barren now. <laughs> it, Sorry. <laughs> it is. A bad joke. So, but I feel like this was still the best that we could have gotten yeah. out of the circumstances. Yeah. Right? And... I feel like with this match, the reason why I was so into it was obviously because it's Adam and Kyle and they're two of my favorite people. Yeah. But this match potentially being Adam's last. Mm -hmm. And we know for sure his last in NXT. (laughs) Because there's... and maybe if I listen back to this and, like, future Shelby listens awesome. back to this. Maybe and we can edit it into the one where we come in and we're like, psych! Like, and he and he is back on NXT and he's oh. on the next TakeOver. I will eat my words. But all the signs are not pointing towards that. No. And if this was his last match in NXT, I'm happy for him. But at the same time, the finish was kind of wonky and yeah. everybody hated the finish. Yeah. They, the audience literally booed. Like, Not just that. They yeah. were doing bullshit chants. Yeah. It was Which awkward. I don't agree with that. It was not. At all. It was. This match was fantastic for the amount of time that they were given. Because when you have a two out of three falls match. And you've got a time limit. They It only ran for 30 minutes. That's insane. A two out of three falls match. I, I'm a nerd, friends. I'm a nerd. And no. I went back and I timed each fall. No. Okay? So the first fall, which was the standard one, uh, Kyle uh, reverses a Panama Sunrise into a roll-up. Which, gets, impressive. Gets the pin three minutes. I thought it was fast. Three I minutes. I thought I just blinked and it was done. And I was like, wait, what just happened there? Yeah. Three minutes. They saved the most time for this last one, obviously. Because uh, no. Really? No. No. Second fall was the was the longest. So really? the second fall. Again, I have a lot of notes, but I'm just gonna breeze through them. Yeah. Um oh. so the second fall was the street fight. They go all around, they do yeah. kinder sticks, they do chairs, they do oh, that chains. One was longer, yeah. Um seventeen minutes. Wow. But that's it though. Yeah. Usually what happens is... That match could have been a solid hour. They have been. They have been. Johnny and Adams was an hour. It was monstrous. Because it was the main. Uh Uh-huh. So I think because they weren't given the main time slot, they couldn't go an hour. No, and that's the thing. It's like, this is is a monster event. This Uh is a monster match. Mm -hmm. So to be able to condense it, of course things are going to be wonky. And that's why the finisher had to be wonky. But... I'm kind of wondering if something else happened there for that finisher, but we can talk about that in a minute. Yeah, so, I mean, the I do want to p- pepper in something that your husband on commentary did get to say. Yeah, um, There was a moment, moment where Kyle and Adam both get the same idea, and they go underneath the ring. Oh, and I know where this is going. Get yeah. a, they get a chain, <laughs> and they wrap it around their fist, and yeah. then they slowly look up, and they see that the other one has done the same thing. 
And then they slowly get back into the ring and then just start pounding yep. on each other with the, mm. you know, chain-wrapped fin- yep. fist. And Wade Barrett goes, we are witnessing male- malevolent theater. <laughs> and I was like, you have just given the definition of wrestling. <laughs> malevolent oh theater. Oh my God. It was really great. It How was did great. I miss that. I didn't get it until the second time I watched it again. That's so. incredible. Yeah, it was one of those like peppered in lines, and, like nobody said anything about it. I feel like had I heard him say this, I would have just looked at the TV and gone, oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's usually the reaction that you get from him. Yeah. And then I'm over here like, yay! How's that now? <laughs> I just hit my funny ball. So the way that the second fall ends Ow. is uh, they set up the freaking back to back chair spot that you I hate that. I hate it so much, friends. Like it, it, it gives <laughs> anxiety. It gives in your me eyes right now an anxiety headache. It does when I see because Adam sets it up every time. It's and he, nasty, and he goes through it every single time. And you basically, spot. what's supposed to happen is you have two sealed chairs back to back open up, and then the person gets thrown onto them, so their back hits. The point in between. I know. Chills. (laughs) Which. I am actually going to say, don't do that one to my back. Oh, we've reached a point for that. I Okay. The whole chills I just got were like, (laughs) no. But Adam didn't take the bump this time. No, the one and only Kyle took the bump. And I I just want to picture, like, when they were pitching, like, ideas to this. (laughs) He was just, like, like backstage. (laughs) Like, Adam pitches the idea, and then Kyle just goes, hey, dude, just let me do it this time. I got this one. I got you. And then Adam's like, really? Okay, great. Because I don't know how much longer I can take that. My back is like, just... please, man. Like, no more. My my spine is just ribbons like, at this point. Like, like my just, masseuse is worried for my safety. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, that's a scoliosis maker right uh, there. Like, it is... It's brutal to watch. So, uh, Kyle takes that spot. Adam hits the last shot. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, end of the second fall. Oh. Which still, 17 minutes. It's still not yeah. a lot for a street fight. But it's good enough build, like, or so I thought. Yeah, so medics come to check on Kyle, because obvi, uh, the back is broken at this point, right? Like, his soul is broken, his back is and broken. And so they're, you know, the commentators are like, oh, is Kyle going to be able to finish? And, you know, all this stuff. And Adam's just like, fuck it, I don't care anymore. <laughs> and just, you know, is in the corner also... Just laying back in the corner, just like motioning the cage down, like come on, babe, let's oh my just God. just just give it to me, like come hey, on. Shelby, you got you got some drool in the. I know I couldn't. I did have a moment. I was like, okay, <laughs> hey, you got, you got that's fine. Let me just pick my jaw up off the floor. Um, so Adam starts wailing on him mm-hmm. even before the cage comes down. Yep. Throws him against the announce table and you know all that stuff and. I mean, there are a few spots in in the cage match, but they really didn't do much in the cage. Like, there were some spots, like, they did a Panama Sunrise off the top rope, Mm -hmm. which is something that he normally doesn't do. He normally does it from the second or even the first rope. Yeah. But it was in the third rope in the middle. (sighs) Like, he was holding onto the cage and then did it from, like, the really rickety part of the rope. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But the, the ending of it... I, I will admit was weird because we're about seven to eight minutes into this. Yeah. And for s- somehow handcuffs 
were thrown into this cage before it went down. Hey, Roman, you listening? <laughs> like, I, I honestly, I, wa- I went back and watched it again. Don't know when the handcuffs got in there. Good job. Like, I legit tried who, who to... Who was the ref for this one again? Mm, sassy ref. A- it was Asia. Asia. Asia probably put them in there. You know she had it somewhere. Like, I, I still couldn't figure out how they got in there, but they got in there. That's some good work right there. Um, either that or they were the the chains that Adam ripped roped his you Ooh, know, possibly. fist around. Possibly. I don't know. Maybe. Good guess. Good guess. Um, so, handcuffs appear. Ew. And... Um, Another line from Wade Barrett, Adam, what are you going to use those for? And all of us just go, hey. And Gina picks her jaw up off the floor. <laughs> Do I need to leave the two of you alone for a few minutes? For this match, maybe. Uh, yeah. All right. I don't know. I don't know. We did have that moment with Seth, though, too. Oh, dogs called that out. Yeah. Just I mean, look. Don't get my mic sweat, all right? <laughs> I mean, we were having a moment this weekend, I guess. I don't know. You know? Mm. But, so, Adam handcuffs Kyle to the rope. Like, one of his hands to the rope. And he's just, like, super kicking him for days. Over, yeah. Right? And then Kyle catches one and hooks him in a heel lock. Mm -hmm. And Adam holds on for, like, a little bit. but then like, five seconds. But then taps. It was five seconds. And it didn't seem like that... They were working his knee. And that's the thing. If they had been, like, going at that spot, mm-hmm. if they had focused on even the ankle, if, like, something had happened and Kyle kept, like, wrenching that ankle or... You know what I mean? There were a few spots where I could have been like, okay, that makes sense. But, but like, it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough to catch your attention. Exactly. Which I think is why everyone hated the finish so much. And that's the thing. Especially when you have this match of Walter and Dragunov right in front of it, where literally, <sighs> yeah. literally the finisher is he's twisted this body part in a certain way and we know that it was injured. You can't not do that for the rest of the matches in the card. Yeah, and you I, all have yeah. to. And that's the thing. I wonder if like they all talk to each other because if they all had this continuity, like they'd be able to be like, hey, like we're really gonna focus on this in this match. Like, what are you guys focusing on this match? Like, yeah. oh, we're gonna be focusing on this. Like, this match is for high flying stuff. Like, you could book the cards better that way. Yeah, I just feel like for what's supposed to be an end of an era yeah, match, it just fizzled. Going out on that was a little bit of a dud. Yeah. I still gave it a four and a half. Yeah. I, because I am biased. I would have I done am. four, yeah. But. Maybe even three and a half. For me. I feel like it was still good overall. Yeah. And you have to take into account the lead up to this. The, the build and then the situation around it as well. Right. Like it's, it, you can't deny it. You can't ignore it. But that, I feel, that is a part of this match. But I feel like this match and the last match suffered from the same air that was in the room. Oh, absolutely. Right? Because, and this is when I hate the era that we live in. That when everything it, is just everybody inner. knows everything, right? So everybody knew that Cole's contract had expired in July and he was on an extension yeah. through the weekend, right? Yeah. Which reports have come out now saying that it was actually through this weekend, not the weekend of SummerSlam. But yeah. that's still neither here nor there. They're still not going to offer him anything because yeah. he doesn't meet their quote unquote criteria anymore, yeah. right? So. Everybody knew that this was potentially his last match and definitely his last match in NXT. Yeah. So when you know that, going in, you already know who's going to win. Yeah. 
You already know. It's just how. And I and that's what I hate about like the main roster ones. Yeah. Because like with Roman Reigns, you know yeah. that Roman's gonna win all these. Yeah. Right? And that's what is not enjoyable. When we walk into this and you know that one of the guy's contracts is about to expire and you know he's probably gonna leave. Yeah. He's not gonna win. That's, like, one of the things, like, whenever I think of a match like that specifically in my mind, Ric Flair and Heartbreak Kid always pop into my mind. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But how? You, you knew Flair was on the way out. You know. But you just didn't know how he was going to do exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just one of those, like, oh. And it's unfortunate because back in the day, you not everybody knew everybody's business. So yeah. you could look at that and be like, oh. Oh, there might be a chance. Yeah. But. Like, maybe. Yeah, so I feel like that's what made people maybe not enjoy it as much, just because I, yeah. they already kind of knew what the outcome was going to be, right? I mean, the f- the phrase that everyone uses is ignorance is bliss, and sometimes I feel like we need to step back a little bit sometimes. Like, me especially, like, I don't follow all of that stuff because, like, I mean, we have our group chat that we talk about all the stuff and things like that. Right. <laughs> Robert is so obsessed with that group chat. But, you know, like, I sometimes send them just like, I got to... I gotta step back because sometimes I feel like I envelop too much in it. Like, I'm, like, so deep into it. Oh, I know I do. Yeah. I know And I'm I glad do. you do. Yeah. That's, that's something that you, you do and you enjoy it thoroughly. You I get do. notifications on your phone, and that's great. And I love that you do. Your Google literally, like, talks to you about wrestling. It does. It, do, it literally, <laughs> literally sends your notifications about wrestling, which is great. That's how I knew about uh, the actual status of Adam Cole's contract was because of Google, so. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you, Google. <laughs> Back at your home, it's like, you're welcome, Shelby. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> so, I feel like, overall, this was not as good as their unsanctioned match. It could have been better, yeah. I agree. But I feel like they were kind of fighting a uphill battle with this one. Absolutely. Because of all the speculation around it. Yeah. But I still stand by my four and a half, just yeah. because... I would have done four, but yeah, I, can, still, I can give it as a solidarity goodbye. The story the story was still compelling. Yes. To me. Um, and now... We get to our NXT championship match, which is our main event. Yeah. So we have Samoa Joe versus Karrion Cross, who is NXT champion. Yes. So I feel... They should have switched, but whatever. Yeah. I feel like this match suffered the same thing that the Kyle and Adam match suffered. Absolutely. Because basically for those of you who don't know what's going on with Karrion Cross is he has been double dipping on both Raw and NXT. So it all started when Karrion Cross went to Raw with the NXT title for a audition and lost Bad. To Jeff Hardy oh, in ninety seconds. Talk about literally just shitting on someone. Hit one move, Ugh. rolled him up in the corner, and he lost. Mm, no. So ever since then, he has been living kind of double lives. Yeah. Right. So he has his raw life where he gets the shit beat out of him all the time. But then he has to come back to this and world then he has of NXT. NXT life where he's champion and in, indestructible and has never lost. And and then it's like, oh, when you come back and suddenly people are booing you and you're like, wait, why are people booing me? Oh, yeah, because you just got crapped on in your other match that people watch because we are WWE fans. So what, what I don't understand is... WWE's obsession 
with burying their own product. I don't either. So, ever since NXT lost in the Wednesday Night Wars to AEW and were moved to a different night, Vince has basically been pissed and now we are getting all of these changes to NXT where he's wanting it to go back to being developmental for the main roster instead of a third brand that it has become. And I don't think that that's going to be as easy as he thinks it is. Well, it's not even just that. It's also just... Like, I, I don't mean to, like, pull, like, my work life into this. Like, but this is an, anal- this is an analogy that's going to make sense. Like, if a child is doing something and they keep doing it over and over and over again and you keep doing the same thing over and over and just punishing and punishing and punishing is this child going to stop doing what they're doing no no but if you sit there and give them tools to help them realize maybe oh but even then it it's hard sometimes it just happens sometimes there are other ratings that go to other things Mm -hmm. and obviously if your product is not where it should be, you shouldn't be punishing the people that are in your product. You should be sitting there going, how can I fix this? What can I do to give this more of an opportunity? Because if you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Mm-hmm. But if you have nothing to scratch with, your back's going to be pretty damagey. Right. And at this point, I don't understand why, like, like why would you not want to help your own? Like, exactly. Like, why would you not want to help your own company? Yeah. I'm going to buy you a book on metaphors. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm not the best at them. I you got what she was saying though. Yeah. Yeah. No, it it you're right in the sense that if you were to plug NXT on Raw and SmackDown, if Which, you why don't they do that? If you would, you know, actually treat the people that you bring up to the main roster like the main roster. Like the main roster and not just fodder for the main roster. Yeah. Maybe we would all have more faith in what you do with NXT. That's why people are freaking out right now because these, you know, big wigs are coming in to take, quote unquote, take over. Yeah. <laughs> right? Using our own term against us. <laughs> like, that's why everyone's concerned. Because they're like, one, you don't watch this product. So you, it's obvious, by the way, that you treat the people that come up because you completely give them new things that don't make any sense. Yeah. Two, you don't care because you don't even feel the need to plug it on any of your other shows. Exactly. So, of course, it's not going to be a success. And, of course, it's going to lose in the ratings when you don't even plug it. You know what I see more commercials of in, like, the normal, quote, roster, like, main roster stuff? I see more NXT UK stuff than mm-hmm. I do of actual NXT. Mm-hmm. Like, they promote that. Yeah. So, we could sit here and talk for another two hours about how we feel about this. Yeah. But we could devote Vince, a whole episode to that. Vince, get your shit together. All of you. All actually, of you over there. Actually, just don't. And don't bother us. That's fair. That's like, even more fair. We're doing, we're doing fine. Like We were doing just fine without you. And... You know, I'm hoping that it can turn into one of these things where Triple H and Shawn Michaels can be like, yeah, Papa Vince, we'll do what you say. Nope. Hey, guys, guess what? We're not going to do anything that he's going to say because he doesn't watch the show. Because he doesn't give a crap. He just wants to be in charge. So we can do whatever we want. It's fine. So I, I 
am hoping that that's the direction they're gonna go in because I did kind of watch and get cl- like clips of the episode after Takeover, and it was still really good. It was. So I have hope. Like I was talking about on uh, during the SummerSlam, I have my little Mark heart, and I'm putting it on the table. Aww. And I'm it's it's a little bit smaller, but it's it's yeah. still there. No, David, don't you smash it. Don't you do that. <laughs> it just reached over the table and destroyed. Tried to smash my mark heart. There are two types of it's, people in this world. It's fine. Put the scissors <laughs> down. Put the scissors down. <laughs> okay, but get your heart off of my desk. I, did. I have it's, talked to you about it's this. It's already back in my chest. It's fine. Oh. So I I think it'll it'll be fine. I'm going to keep telling myself it'll be fine. We're still going to watch regardless. Oh, yeah. We're still going to review whatever they put on TV. You know, it'll it'll be okay. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But honestly, I didn't write down much for this match because I don't I don't want to say I didn't care for it. I mean, it's just predictable. It it looked like Cross didn't care. None. And Joe was a little gassed by the end. A little. So it it was slow because both of them have a slow, methodic pace because they're both the same type, which is why I don't feel like if you bolt, if you put only big guys on your roster, it's go- it's not going to work. Look, it's, you know, at first we joked about how, like, Vince has a complex, like, it's just very blatant at this point that mm-hmm. he's got some self-confidence issues. Um, <laughs> so, you know... It, you do you, boo, but you should probably go to therapy. I mean, right off the bat, we had We Want Scarlet Chance. Because where the shit is Scarlet? It I, doesn't matter about Cross anymore. Because <laughs> I have been a Scarlet fan and by proxy a Cross fan. Because let's be real, I pretended to like Cross just because I really like Scarlet and I enjoy seeing her presence. Which shows if you she- how integral she is to his gimmick the entire we i actually want to apologize to her because girlfriend i know you listen (laughs) i'm sorry we crapped on you at first when you first came in like you were strong but wrong and that's okay because you you worked this amazing intro Mm -hmm. that's just integral like to his character yeah and my gosh watching that man come out with absolutely none of his character that scarlet attributed to he has no idea he has no idea what he's doing no because they've told him no idea yeah like he came up with his character and now it's just been well we have we want scarlet chance and hardy chance woof that was throughout this entire match that's gonna follow him for years to come and i I feel bad for him about that honestly because that that's not his fault no and that that sucks. Yeah, that really sucks, and it kind of sucks for Jeff Hardy too. Yeah, because, because it's like, damn, like you obviously don't think that highly of Jeff Hardy. If I mean, you're they, gonna, like, they, sit they there. don't at this point. I mean, look, but that's another story. Never mind. Anyway, so Cross looks like he doesn't care. Slow pace. Joe seems gassed toward this. Literally, I'm just reading the bullet points. Yeah, right you had like, make what five, maybe max. Wish I cared more. Oh. Um, <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's like, fair. It's and, fair. I it's mean, just sad that it's fair. I was, I was excited to see Joe come back, and and I'm still happy to see yeah. Joe back, and I'm excited to see who else he gets to wrestle. I just think that this match, like, like we said, and I'd it, like to see Wade and it Joe had go. an air of we, we know, we know, and we don't care, right? Yeah. So 
We know Joe's winning. We know that Cross is leaving. And we're happy that he's leaving. You know? So that's <sighs> not what you want to go out on. No. For a wrestler or for a takeover. No. You know? And it just leaves this, like, you know, like, gross, like, aftertaste. Which is why I feel like this shouldn't have been the main. But even then, both of them ended like that. Yeah, which is why you should have had Elia Walter. <laughs> Okay, okay, point taken, point taken, <laughs> point taken. I thought we were still on how, because originally when we first watched this live, you had wanted the well, yes, three because, fall counts, but that's because you were very into, like, that's your husband. It is, and I always so, want my husband to main event. Yeah, so. it's true. So now I understand, like, but yes, Walter and Dragonov definitely should have been the finale. Yeah. And they would have torn the roof off the place. Well, Joe goes over Yep. with, which was, this was the, Best part of the entire match, he goes over with a muscle buster, which that's right used to be a banned move because of Joe. Joe, Joe, Joe. They banned Joe. it when he went on the main roster because he injured a guy so badly he went into retirement. Who was that? Tyson Kidd. <gasps> Are you serious? Yes, because he landed on his head. <gasps> Yeah. Ooh. That's why they banned it. Ooh. And he brought it back. <laughs> because screw you. And it was great. It's a great move. It is a good it's move. It's scary. Well but duh. it's good. It's more scary um, now that I know that. So now we have new NXT champion. And he is now the first ever three-time three champion. Time. So <sighs> I gave this match a three. Oh, that's so sad that that's accurate. Yeah. We started with a three and we ended with a three. You know, like I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna harp on it because yeah. we've already said our piece about it. But all I have to say is that now all three of my wrestling husbands are not on the show anymore. Yeah, and I'm sad. <laughs> uh. <laughs> they will still be my husbands, but they will just be my husbands elsewhere. Yeah, it's fine. But overall, I gave the entire takeover a four because that's fair. Mostly because of the Alia. Walter match that brought the average up so high because I gave it a five right that's valid so who is your EST of this takeover Dragunov we can both say Dragunov Dragunov yeah there's literally no no one else like I mean honestly it may be a close second Walter because duh but I mean honestly EST Dragunov Dragunov just I mean I mean alone for the welts (laughs) <laughs> alone for the welts that, he, that man sub, like oh my gosh they were gross i mean i've gone on record saying that if you get brutalized during your match your odds of being my est are very high <laughs> you have a thing for people who just want to kill themselves <laughs> like who just want to die in this adrenaline rush of glory i mean that's what a way to go though <laughs> you know like you don't really feel much because your your wow. adrenaline's so high, you know. Oh my God. I mean, he he just did fantastic. He did just by far the best. Yeah, so we agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the first time I think we've agreed. I think it is. Very cool. no, is it really? Yeah, yeah, I think so. <gasps> yeah. I mean, that's pretty clear. I mean, that's that's a blatant well. Then who's obvious. your ignorant slut? You want to think about it and then second runner up as a joke is that man that I I can't I can't do him. He was the he was he's the guy who opened up before everything started. Or was that for SummerSlam? Sam Roberts? Yeah, he can't. 
Oh yeah, that's so that's the commentator that um opened the kickoff show with Mackenzie Mitchell. I can't. He has a bald head now. Like it doesn't matter if he has a bald head, if he has a freaking purple dragon head, it doesn't matter. He's a He's obnoxious. <laughs> He's just obnoxious. Okay, he can be your um your honorable mention. Yeah, honorable mention. Um Can I honestly just say the age that we're in of sure. knowing all the information? That's very meta, but yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, all of the reasons why all of these matches happened, like, the way that they did the finale of everything of just, you know, it just leaves this weird, bittersweet feeling in you yeah. as a fan, but also as just someone watching. Like, either way, it's just this... <sighs> We've never ended a takeover on, like... <sighs> Ugh. I'm scared. Like, <laughs> you I, know, like, like honestly, you know where is happen. this brand going? Like, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, honestly, I can't stop making that noise. <laughs> that, that honestly, if I could give my ignorance slut award, it's the <sighs> factor. Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah, because I can't attribute it to any other one person that like really like messed up. No, because every time somebody loses, you're like. Are they going to go? Yeah, it's not... It's, every batch is a loser leaves town match. Yeah, it's... Right? It's, like, you don't, you don't have any idea. It's not like, oh, man, this guy really botched something. It's just the overall feeling of just, what's next? Yeah. That's my that's my ignorant slut. I just... I Sorry can't for give the downer, no. guys. Yeah. This is just kind of the state we're in right I now. I know. It's... <laughs> womp. Yeah, just womp. womp. I mean, I was going to say carry and cross, but you should have gone last. <laughs> because... <laughs> Because you went and got all existential on us. I was gonna say Carrion because he 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 looked like he was pissed and just didn't want to be there. So I mean, I don't blame him though. I I do and I don't. Yeah, you show up to work, you got to at least look like you care. That's fair. But yeah, so. But can I end this on an actually positive note? Go for it, because I'm lost. Okay, so. There is one lovely new thing that has happened. <gasps> yes. There's two. Yes. There's that. Uh-huh. And we can end on that one because yeah. I know you're going to be happy with that. I am, yes. But someone else is engaged on the show. Who is it? Andy Hartwell <laughs> proposed to my husband, Dexter Lumis. And she's okay with it, y'all. Yes, I she's am. A, she's okay with it. Index, index. And the ring is so cool, y'all. It actually is this amazing, like, costume piece. It's a full eyeball. Yeah. That they bedazzled all around. It's great. It looks like it's, it's like, awesome. like a class ring. Oh, yeah. But an eyeball. It's great. It's fantastic. Because this whole thing is eyeballs. So there's some good storytelling going on here that's just all so happy. And Beth Phoenix just being the sweet Shipping woman that she is. Shipping them so hard. Yes. Auntie so. Beth. So this was the first time I'd ever watched this with you this past Sunday <laughs> yes, night. Yes, I was so happy. And I didn't watch a whole lot of it. I was kind of in and out mentally. But, but when the uh, Dexter Loomis proposal thing happened, you two and Ted and people, everyone was cheering and so happy. And I was like, this is fucking weird. <laughs> Which I can totally understand oh, that absolutely. from someone who doesn't watch on a weekly basis. Like, you would have had no idea the buildup that has happened oh, yeah. before this. So I totally understand that. But it, it was very, very satisfying. It's just wholesome, adorable content that just, you know, it lifts your day up a little bit. And then her parents, Johnny Aww. Gargano and Candice LeRae, are actually expecting a baby in, in real, real life. life. And 
I was very excited about that. The only sad thing is that means that Candace can't wrestle. But it's a good thing because she's pregnant. It's adorable. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. It's precious. It's, it's like the whole Becky thing. I was Aww. I was sad when she vacated, but at the same time I was like, but you're gonna be a mom. And that's fantastic. Yeah, so I was, I was, I'm excited for that. And I'm sure and Podme is very excited oh, too. Oh, very, yeah. <laughs> that's I their mean, dog. Eventually she'll be back because Becky Lynch came back and that was not controversial at all. Yeah, but I was going to say this is NXT and we don't do that shit, but I don't know if I can say that anymore. <laughs> that's funny. Friends, I hope that we come back to you on a more positive note. I'm really hoping. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are two very exciting things that I'm excited to see uh, happen and see what they do because it seems like to me Candace is actually still going to be present Good. on the show. Obviously, not doing much of anything. Yep. But she's still going to be there, which I think is going to be exciting. I just want them to not acknowledge the bump at all. Yeah, and like just, it's literally just like <laughs> she just keeps getting bigger and bigger each week, and then like somewhat she like runs into something and just knocks something over, and it's like what the okay fine you know we just keep on walking that that's what i hope happens like johnny just like is having normal like why aren't you doing this like we used to be a team like i feel like like i'm leading everything she's like i don't feel good she's like i don't know (laughs) and she's like wow she's so moody lately i don't know what's wrong in there if they don't go that way i would be mad because this is that's funny shit right there no austin comes back Uh uh-huh and he goes what's that like just stares at her and, and she's they, like nine months pregnant and then they have to have the b- birds and the bees talk with them <laughs> hunter Look, i'm just saying hunter hire us man we write this shit so well it's true but yeah that was takeover <laughs> good ending yeah. good ending so, well, so david what's going on with Logmont podcast oh you know not much um we just had a we went a couple of weeks without any new content and just like we always do then we had a whole bunch of it at once an Yay! explosion of content explosion if you will. of content yes. so uh in a couple of weeks in september we're going to be continuing our christopher nolan discussion by talking about the uh Dark Knight trilogy on Long Walk Talks. My favorite. And then uh, we got a few weeks to go without uh, any new pay-per-views or takeovers. So Kitty and I will have to find some time to sit down and do another uh, teeny Teeny talk. talk. Yeah. Um, Gina, if people want to follow you online or reach out to you, where can they do that at? Yes. So I know we talked about it. I can't remember if we actually talked about the official Instagram, but we have an official Instagram. I have it all written down here. So we have our official Instagram, and that is this at, sorry, at first, at this underscore pod. That's Twitter. That is Twitter. I can't read. I'm, sorry, I, I have it listed. Yeah, no, thing. it's okay. It's just that I'm just <laughs> oblivious. Sorry. Let me try that again. For the Instagram that we have, it is at this underscore is underscore a underscore takeover. I feel like if you just type in this is a takeover, it'll, pop it'll up. still pop up. Yes. Yeah. So we have an Instagram. Um, hopefully we'll have some some lovely more pictures. The last post I did have for was to celebrate Wade because it was his birthday. It was his birthday. Yes. It was his birthday. We're gonna try to be more active on on the Instagram. We yeah. just it was just hard because with all the 
releases and things like that. We just did, like we wanted to post something. We just didn't know how or like when to phrase it. But yeah, everything just kept coming at once. At first, we and were going to do like every time someone got released, and then it just got it just so got so long, long that yes. we just couldn't do it. We really were going to open up with that. Like, yeah, starting if like you know, not like ringing the bell. It's not like they're dead, but you know, I, I mean? like we'd have to do it like fifty times. Literally, <laughs> I said I was going to play taps. Yeah, but, you know, it's yeah. It's, we didn't want to bring it down anymore than we were going to. <laughs> yeah. So. so oops. Uh, Shelby, if people want to follow you online, where can they do that at? Uh, yeah, so if you want to follow me personally, I'm at Slay All Ray on Instagram. Um, if you want to follow uh, This Is A Takeover on Twitter, you can follow us at this underscore pod. And if you want to follow just Long Walk Podcast in general on Twitter and on um, Instagram, you can follow us at Long Walk Podcast. All right. Thank you very much, Shelby. And if you want to keep up with Long Walk Productions, you can visit us online at longwalk.us or you can search for Long Walk Productions and Long Walk Podcasts on Facebook. To see more of our original work or hear past episodes that are no longer streaming, you can follow the YouTube links in the show notes. And as always, thank you very much for listening. And if you enjoyed the show, please make sure to leave us a rating and a review on whatever platform you are listening on. Thank you, David. And for This is a Takeover, I'm Shelby Ray Patterson. And I'm Gina Belmont. And you don't have to be called up to the main roster. You're doing fine where you're at.